With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Well, it's another Victory Monday, and I'm here with Louis Ragoni. Dolphins, happy, 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 happy Monday to happy, everybody. Happy, happy, yes. That was an important win yesterday, Lewis, because you, you don't want to lose to teams that you shouldn't lose to. And uh, it got a little scary in the first half, but uh, they went in at halftime and uh, righted the ship, so to speak. Um, what were your thoughts on the game? Well, I mean, the first half, as you're watching it, you're, you're getting very discouraged by what you're seeing out there because you've got a team that shouldn't really be competing with you, competing with you. And, um, you know, at the end of the first half, we didn't even talk much yesterday because there was nothing. There was nothing to talk about. <laughs> much to talk about. I mean, yeah. we're, lo- we're losing. We're literally losing to the Bengals at halftime, seven to six. So there's nothing to be happy about. Uh, the defense had a breakdown that resulted in, a, I believe it was a 72-yard touchdown on a third and two. And that's all it takes in the NFL is a couple of, you know, mishaps. And yeah, Jones played a bad angle, and that was that. And that was that. Off to the races he went, and the offense musters – basically two field goals over the first half. And uh, you feel like you're watching one of these games where Tannehill was quarterbacking a few years back where you're going in the halftime and you've got nothing but a few field goals on the board. And that's that's the feel I had for the first half. It very much did feel like that. The, you know, they were having trouble with third downs, which was definitely, you know, a Tannehill trait. And, yes. uh, you know, it, it brought back nightmares. But as I said, you know, they went into halftime and, and they adjusted. And, uh, and that's the thing about this coaching staff. They coach, you know. Uh, it's it's really good to see. I mean, I'm very impressed with this staff so far this season and, and what they did last season. We're not there yet. We're not over that, you know, rebuilding hump yet. And they're still very competitive and having, you know, a a fair chance at at making the playoffs. So I don't know how anybody can be too hard on them. What we saw yesterday was some, you know, I I just want to say something about Kosicki. That's the game that I've been dying to see from him because that's what his athletic ability demands. That's the type of game he should be having two, three times a month. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, you know, I want to get into the individual guys in a minute, Mike, if you don't Uh mind. I just want to go back to what you said initially because I don't want to forget. You know, we went through a couple different things there. So, you know, the coaching staff, to their credit, yes, they made adjustments at the half. Um, Their offense seemed to be in a better rhythm, which in turn took Cincinnati – 
into a different element in regard to their offense and how they had to attack us because they started falling behind and our defense was able to tee off on them. We got quite a few sacks in the second half. We, you know, we, we, we controlled the game in the second half. Um, and, you know, you get, you have to give, uh, the coaches a lot of credit for that because I'll tell you what, um, it, Whatever they were doing in the first half offensively just did not work. I mean, it was it just wasn't there. And in the second half, when they went to the hurry up, um, they seemed to get into a little bit of rhythm. As you mentioned, now we'll go into Gasecki and his day. It seemed like him and two were on the same page. And um, I'll tell you, you know, like you mentioned, that's what this guy is capable of doing. And that's why... He is maybe the guy I get the most frustrated with as an NFL football player on the Miami Dolphins because he has that capability and he just doesn't do it. He doesn't do it consistently. We should see that type of play out of him, not necessarily every week, but more than once a month. And well, look, you always are going to adjust your uh, expectations based on what the defense is doing, but you don't see him doubled that often. And, and you know, uh, I want to see more of what I saw yesterday when he gets single covered. You know, if the if the defense is really, really uh, gathering to him, then other guys are going to step up, and that's fine. Right. He's He's got to produce. That's the bottom line. And, um, you know, when you look at guys like Kelsey and some of these other guys in the league, they produce. It may not be to the – to the extent that, you know, they're going for 150 yards every week, but but there's still a presence week in and week out. They're not non-existent, which is what happens to Gesicki from time to time. Now, That's exactly it. Now, going forward, you know, over these next four weeks, you know, we talked about it uh, last week in the preview show. Um, guys like Gesicki have to do this. They have to because we're playing some really nice offenses coming up teams that are going to be capable of putting points on the board, even though our defense has played well. And we're going to have to match. If we if we expect to win any of these games, these next four games, the offense is going to have to score points. We are not going to be giving up seven points to Kansas City. We're definitely not going to be giving up seven points to Buffalo or the other two teams, the Raiders and the Patriots are capable of scoring some points as well. So, with all that being said, the offense is going to have to pull their weight. Uh, they're going to have to keep our defense off the field a little bit, and um, they, they're going to have to sustain drives and at least keep the you know the time of possession close against all of these teams. And then we've got a shot at winning any one of them, well, including you know, Kansas City. Yes, you and I have been begging for them to use the halfbacks more in the passing game. And yes, yesterday they did. Yes, they did. Uh, Gaskin had a couple of catches. Um, Laird had a couple of catches. And, uh, you know, Bowden came in and he was at receiver and he had uh, four catches. And, you know, they were using that and they used uh, Grant, you know, on the uh, wide play, you know, where he got, what, 20, 30 yards on it? On the jet sweeps. Yeah. yeah. He ran a couple of sweeps yesterday. And 22 they were, yards. And they were, they were, they were great. Yep. They, they were great. I mean, he had a drop, a uh, big drop. You yep. know, uh, Tua put it. That was a funny pass, though, Lewis. It was. It was. I'm not it making was excuses for him. Yeah, no, but it, it was. was <laughs> yeah, it was coming in like a lame duck. Yeah, I get that. It was on his hands, and he kind of stumbled a little bit prior to the yep. ball getting there. So yeah, I mean, just a, just a funny looking pass. You know, it, I, it, it was. It was. It wasn't that 
spiral, you know, right. that that you want, you know, as a receiver. But listen, you know, he's still got to come up with the play. Should have had what, it, no doubt. Should have had it. Uh, Tua put it right on his hands for the most part. And uh, his little stumble, I think, you know, affected it more so than maybe the pass. We're making excuses here. But the bottom line is the play's there. He's got him one-on-one. At least they attempted it, and it was yes. close. And yes. and that's the key here is that as teams watch them on film going forward, they're going to be like, okay, we've got to concern ourselves with Grant because even though he dropped the pass, uh, he was still wide open, and it was still a play that could have went for six and a quick six. Um, you know, with all that being said, they incorporated a lot, you know, in, including Grant with the jet sweeps, which is another thing that we've been calling for. Yep. You know, get a little bit more creative. And it wasn't, it, Mike, it, even on the plays where he didn't get the ball and those jet sweeps, when he came in front of the running back, it affects and the in front of two, it, it affects those guys. And yep. it opened up not major holes, but it gave us three, four yards on some of those carries. I mean, you know, we'll talk about Gaskin a little bit. I mean, he had 90 yards yesterday on 21 carries. And I mean, you know, that that's big. I mean, this listen, let's let's take a step back here, okay, for a second, because we were playing the Cincinnati Bengals and their defense is ranked at the bottom of the league. But you still have to go out there and execute. And they they did a very good job. They had injuries yesterday. Flowers went out. Uh, you know, we weren't at where, we weren't where was Denver ranked when we played them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, they talked about the fact that they had all these guys across the defensive line that have been cut 28 times over their NFL careers and they manhandled us. So, you know, week to week, you know, it's it's a whole different ball game. We struggled in the first half, uh, you know, the second half. We did a pretty good job of protecting Tua yesterday. Uh, he was getting rid of the ball quick and he was um, hurried four times. That's great. That's, that's great. <laughs> it, it is great. Well, Mike, in the second half, it seemed like he was taking three-step drops and just getting rid of the football. Yep. And Gasicki was just beating his man all over the place. You know, it was nice to see. Spread the ball around, which is which is what, you know, we're going to do. I mean, that's the type of team we are right now. Um, you know, a little bit of a negative is the fact that, you know, Parker and Tua just don't seem to be on the same page. There were a few incidents where – or a few plays where, you know, Parker looked like he was wide open, uh, you know, on, on that one seam pattern and the ball was like five yards behind them on a line drive. They don't seem to be – quite on the same page yet, which is something going forward we have to have because Parker's our most dynamic offensive player in regard to our receiving court, and he's got to be involved and he's got to be making plays out there. Um, You know, but the fact that they spread the ball around, as you said, to the running backs and on those few drives, they look good. Another negative is 0 for 8 or 0 for 9 on third downs. Um, you know, that that's a problem, especially in the red zone, Mike. You know, I mean, we kept them in the game, you know, because yeah. we weren't able to to convert. I mean, we were inside, I believe, the five-yard line, what, two, three times yesterday and had to settle for field goals. Is that accurate? I want to say at least twice. I'd have to look at the play-by-play to tell you for yeah. sure, but they were not effective in the red zone yesterday. That much is, that much is true. Yeah. I wanted to talk about uh, Jakeem uh, for a minute. Sure. Uh, he took two uh, pretty vicious shots uh, yesterday and, and uh, 
he proved to me that, you know, we talked about it yesterday, but he, he proved to me he is tougher than I thought. He took those shots and basically laughed them off. Uh, I was very impressed and uh, props to him, you know. And, and, and the other thing that he did, which we didn't see at the time, was uh, when Hollins and Parker got ejected, he ran up to them and, and gave them both high fives, you know, for uh, protecting him. So I thought that was pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got a little guy on the field that's just getting obliterated. You know, they had had enough. I mean, the first time it kind of, you know, it kind of went by. And then the, when it happened the second time, they're like, okay, enough of this. You know, um, I, you know, I don't I, – I will say this, and, and I do like the fact that they do stick up for their teammates and stuff, but you got to be smart about it. Um, you know, you can't be in the middle of a football game. Now, obviously, it, did, it didn't affect us in this game. But going forward, you don't want to see that. Um, you don't want to see Xavier Howard and, and Devontae Parker probably thrown out of the game, right? two yeah. best football players yep. Yep. thrown out of a football game. I mean, if it was a nip and tuck game, it could have really, really hurt us. You know, that's something that I'm sure Flores will address. And, um, you know, we don't want him getting thrown out of the game either. Exactly. You know, I mean, I'm sure he'll address it and he'll appreciate the fact that the players are that that closely knit and they do care about each other. And that's a great thing. But at the same time, you know, they have to be somewhat smart about it. I mean, if it was up to me, I would have just, you know, clocked the guy on one of the special teams plays coming down. I would have just put two guys on him and just had them obliterate him as he came down. That's the, the way they used to do it old school. Yeah, yeah exactly. Say, OK, we got your number, buddy. We know yeah. where you're at and just obliterated him on the football field and you know if you get a 15 yard penalty then so be it but you know you're not going to get uh some of your better players thrown out of the game yeah, but and you're, you're going to send your message without getting thrown out of the game exactly exactly but um you know that that game yesterday mike i mean my goodness it, it seemed like it took about four hours due to all the injuries as well between the fights and the injuries i mean it seemed like there was at least a hundred timeouts i mean i know uh <laughs> i know <laughs> I know the network was happy because, boy, they got paid a ton of money for all those commercials that they kept running over the course of that football game yesterday. It was crazy. It was. You know, we, we did get news that, that Flowers is probably going to be okay. He sprained his ankle rather than anything broken or, or any serious injury. So mm-hmm. hopefully maybe he'll miss a game or two and get back out there. Yes, that's that's a that's a big time positive. And and you know what, Mike, we had Jesse Davis on the bench to start the game yesterday. Okay, so you're starting to see a little bit of depth and options because in over the last few years, there were no options when you're one of your starters went down. It was just a major drop off and your starters weren't great to begin with. So. Now you're starting to see a situation where when you got a guy like Jesse Davis on the bench who's got experience and is not a horrible football player. And can play every position except for center, you know. Exactly. He steps right in and and there you have it. And and that that was a plus yesterday because as you mentioned, I felt that the offensive line, even with the injury to Flowers, did a pretty solid job yesterday. They so, really did. They really did. Uh, you know, th- they were great. I mean, Sanders was great as usual. You know, I mean, we talk about him, it seems like, every single week. because you take he him for granted, you know. Just comes out and kicks the field goal. Gets goals. his job done and runs back to the bench. He's, he's mm-hmm. impressive. He's, no, not, he's not phased by it. He's not phased by it at all. Um, you know, we'll talk 
talk a little bit about um, Gesicki. Um, you know, we'll go back to him. Um, you know, the the catches he was making yesterday. You know, the throw, the touchdown throw was not a great throw by Tua. I mean, it was a little bit soft, and Gesicki had to literally jump over. You know, the uh, the defender, so to speak. You know, to to grab the ball from him, which was great to see. Uh, he made a nice play on that, and then he was making catches in every way, shape, or form. You know, he was doing crossing patterns. He was making nice plays going up for the football. That one one-handed catch that he made was absolutely... That was his Aronde Gadsden imitation. Oh, absolutely fantastic. You know, he had his bell rung a little bit, but, you know, to his credit, he went right back out there and, you know, started making plays, you know, a short time later. So, I mean... Got to give him a lot of praise because I'm harder on him than just about anybody. And, um, you know, deservingly so, because we see what the guy's capable of doing. You know, we just want to see more. We've already talked about it, but um, he just made plays in every way, shape or form yesterday. It was fantastic to watch. All right. So, you know, aside from Kaseki yesterday, Lewis, I thought uh, it was nice to see Bowden get involved. Yeah. Bowden had a nice game. Uh, you know, he had a rush for 11 yards and he had four catches for 41 yards. It's got to come from Pete. You know, these guys have to, uh, contribute. I mean, these are the guys now that we're good, that we're going to look to. And, uh, it was nice to see Bowden, uh, get involved yesterday and hopefully he steps his game up every week. And it was nice to see Gaskin back. I mean, you already touched on it, but, uh, I mean, he came back and he was running with authority. You know, I mean, he didn't have a, a a great game, but he, he certainly made a difference. Uh, what do you have, 90 yards, I think? Yeah, he had 90 yards. Uh, he was close to breaking the century mark, and he had one of the biggest plays of the game for us when two yeah, rolled out and, mm-hmm. and 36 yards down the field. I mean, <laughs> when was the last time we saw a receiver, Mike, make a catch 36 yards right. down and the field? And let's just say this. That was a beautiful throw. Two rolled out and threw Absolutely. a nice, soft, catchable pass. It was really, really a nice throw. One of the probably the play of the day, I think, without so. a doubt. I think uh, so. You know, you can look at that. Akasiki's uh, one-handed catch, one of the two. Yes, that that was a great play too. But which you know, was the, in between two two defenders, by the way. That's why yep. the ball was located where it was located. So excellent play. I had no around. problem with that throw either. Absolutely. I mean, Tua. You know, we'll we'll talk about him because you know we I've been hard on him, and I felt that yesterday. Um, he looked extremely good at times and then other times not so good. And so maybe he's getting there, you know, and that's, that's what we need. We need improvement from week to week. Um, the first half, as we mentioned, it was pretty, he sure looked better once they went to the hurry up. He he looked like a different quarterback. He was decisive and he, he was more of a factor, you know, you could see that things were clicking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would it, it seemed to fit fit him better that tempo i think that he needs to be i think if they're going to be successful mike they have to run some sort of offense like that i don't know if you know if what we've did well it's obvious what they've been doing to some extent it just hasn't been working so the package we got to talk a little bit about the package as well i like the double tight ends 
with Gaskins in the backfield and the two receivers on the field. It gives you a lot of options, you know, running and passing the football. And I felt, you know, going back to the coaching staff, I didn't see a lot of those five receiver sets, which have been unsuccessful week in and week out of late. You saw more of a double tight end package with just Grant and uh, Parker or Parker and another receiver on the field and our two tight ends being Gasicki and and Smythe, I believe it was, for the most part yes. uh, yesterday. Yes. So um, I get him and Sheehan mixed up when they're on the field, you know? I mean, you know, they, they kind of... <laughs> they, they resemble each other. Somewhat, yes, yeah. exactly. Except so they wear different numbers so you can tell them apart. Exactly. Sometimes it's hard to see the numbers, though. You know, yeah. even with yeah. the big screen, it's still hard. But anyway, um, with all that being said... You know, I like the package. I like the tempo that they put in. I felt that it was it was a successful package and um, the rhythm was there. And I think they're going to have to go back and forth with that from time to time because, um, you know, it, they moved the football. You know, they didn't, you know, it, on a few of the drives, they, they didn't wind up well. I mean, Gaskins, I think on his best run of the day, wound up fumbling you know, at the end of it. But yeah. um, it was good effort on his part, and that was great to see. Because he has have- to know when to wrap the ball up, though. And when you've got defenders coming from both sides, that's the time to get both hands on the ball. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he, you look at Gaskins yesterday, and he had really our biggest run, which was a 26-yard run, and our biggest catch, which was a 36-yard catch. So there you have it. I mean, you know, you've got a guy out there that's back and made some big, big plays, which we haven't seen out of the offense at all in regard to our running back play. You know, again, it's it's contributions from a lot of different guys. I'll tell you what, Mike, let's talk about this for a second in regard to Gaskins, too. He caught a screen pass in the flat when we were inside our own 20. I think we were at the 10-yard line, and and Tua released the ball very quickly. I mean, he didn't sell it at all. He took two steps, and he threw it in the flat, and the defender just jumped on him, and Gaskins broke the tackle and went for, I think, seven or eight yards. I mean, excellent effort on his part. I mean, I can't say enough about the day he had yesterday. I mean, right behind Gasicki, uh, Gaskin was right there in regard to making plays for us yesterday. It was great, great, great to watch. You know what else is great to watch? What's that? The defense. Yes, the defense. Kyle uh, Van Noy had three sacks, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. He had three sacks yesterday and the, the defense overall. I mean, Needham was getting praised by um, Lofton yesterday, yep. which was interesting early in the game. Yep. And you know what? He he is making plays. I yes, mean, he, he is. He's around the football. Even if the guy does complete the pass, he's draped all over him. I mean, he's doing an outstanding job. He really is. And um, – yeah, you know, I give him an awful lot of credit, an awful lot of credit. Undrafted. I mean, you got to love the fact that this guy is a big contributor on our defensive side of the football. It's it, you know, again, it's, you know, it's just a lot of different guys making plays out there. Um, it is it is a lot of different guys. You had Sealer uh, get some uh, sacks yesterday, right? He had a sack. You had mm-hmm. uh, Van Ginkle get pressures yesterday. You had uh, Ogba doing a good job. Absolutely. I mean, Lawson had two sacks yesterday as well, Mike. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, when when you look at the team as a whole and they come away with six sacks. Yeah. How about X-Man? Uh, another interception, perfect position. 
Uh, he's always there. I mean, the guy just makes plays. And, you know, he's another guy you just take for granted. I mean, did you just, happen to hear Shaq Lawson's uh, press conference? I did not. Well, he praised Howard. He says, you know, he is the best cornerback in the game. And I, pray, I played with a pretty good quarterback, uh, cornerback last year. But mm-hmm. Howard's the best in the game. <laughs> you could yeah. tell he, he was trying not to offend his ex-teammates, you know, but uh, – he wanted to give Howard his praise. And he should. Uh, you know, the guy's leading the NFL in interceptions, and he's constantly in position. I mean, listen, you're not going to win every battle, but he's no. winning. He's winning, it seems to me, like 90% of them. And uh, the receivers in the NFL nowadays, I mean, With the way the rules week, are, the D-backs are definitely at a disadvantage. You cannot, cannot. Uh, I mean, you can't have enough good cornerbacks. And I'll tell you, um, you know, they they did a very smart thing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. X-Man's going nowhere. Pro Bowl season. I mean, this guy's going to be all pro this year. He's probably, like you mentioned, he's probably uh, the best corner in the league right now. At least he's playing that way. And the statistics show that. So, and yep. you talk about why, why do they throw at him every week? Why That's do they it. do it? Why do they do it? They do it. Because he's out there on an island, and they're like, "Okay, well, he's gonna have he's gonna have his hands full next week." I know we're praising him, but he's got to he may have to go up against Hill, Tyreek Hill next week, and he is a beast. So that's going to be my hunch is he's going to be on Jones' side, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's possible. I mean, we've had X Man Shadow, the other team's best receiver before mm-hmm. so yes. that's a possibility um you know they may st- you just move them from one side to the next and they just listen their other receivers are no slouches either that's i mean right. they have a lot of talent on that football team but um as you look at them as a whole and you know we, we can get into that on wednesday i don't yeah. want to i don't want to get ahead ahead of myself here but uh that's going to be an interesting matchup okay well we and everybody listening knows that's going to be a tough game but it is uh, you know, I, I think Howard is up to the task. I mean, there's nobody playing sure. better at cornerback than he is. Now, the, the the problem with Hill is his speed, and obviously that's something they'll have to deal with, you know, whether you play a safety over the top or whatever. They'll, they'll do what they got to do. And, and like, you know, like you said, we can, we can talk more about that on Wednesday, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see how this defense does against that offense because yesterday they were impressive. The week before against the Jets, they were impressive. You know, they're they're rounding into form and they're playing with good energy. And I want to see if that energy translates uh, to that game. Yeah, this is the best offense. In, in my opinion, it's the best offense in football. And um, it's going to be a real test for them. Uh, yep. If they go out there and they, they're able to have some success because you're not going to have complete success against that type of offense. You're just not. I mean, it starts with Mahomes. And it goes from there. But I thought Denver did a nice job against them last night. And if we can get that kind of effort, I think that's what you would expect. Yes, they they, they really did. But I think the fact that the kid Hilaire was out, uh, yep. their, the rookie yep. running back, Le'Veon Bell just – to me, he looked slow. He looked uh, he looked indecisive, and I know that's his running style. But once you know, once he did those little delays and whatnot, he didn't seem like he had speed. He didn't cut well. 
this kid Hilaire is a whole different element, Mike, and I think they truly missed him last night. Um, and then they missed on a few p- plays down the field. But th- to Denver's credit, absolutely, they did a great job. If their offense was a little bit better, they, you know, they they could have technically beat them last night. They had opportunities and they just couldn't put enough points on the board. So, um, yep. and that you know, it goes back to my point in regard to our offense. I mean, if your defense is out there and playing adequately against these teams over the next month, you know, the offense is going to have to contribute more than what they've been doing. And um, you know, well, yes. Yesterday, I don't know if it was a true test or not because of the competition. But you know, again, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna find out over the next couple of weeks. I think people have to remember this is a rebuilding team. They're not quite there yet, so you know they need a couple of more weapons on offense, and but uh, before they can, uh, you know, match a Kansas City type offense, oh, or, yeah. or you know, one of the better offenses in the league. But what you're hoping for is to play mistake free and to play at the pace you want to play rather than having the other team force the pace. And, uh, you know, I think our defense has been able to do that. And and I think we're starting to see, hopefully, the offense doing that. And if they can do that, then uh, they will have a better chance of winning some of these games. Agreed. Yeah, we, we are way ahead of schedule in regard to the rebuild. And I think that we do, you know, I know I do. I mean, I'm guilty of it. We get a little bit ahead of ourselves because we're seeing success. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the thing that sways me more than anything in regard to, you know, where we're at, Mike, and, and it kind of gets you a little bit um, excited is, is I watch other games uh, across the league, and I'm watching some of these other teams that are right there with us for these playoff spots. They're really just, I mean, they don't seem to be as good as us as a whole. Um, you know, we're more disciplined. We play more consistently well. You know, but we, but we play a better brand of football more consistently than some of these other teams are. We're lacking the talent. Yep, particularly on offense. Yes, on the offensive side of the football. And, you know, we have a few holes on the defensive side of the football. But but for what we have in regard to the personnel on this football team, they're getting the most out of them. And, um, you know, you got to love it. I mean, going forward with four draft picks next year early on, I mean, you fill a few holes and, uh, you know, your team's going to be there. They have to get more dynamic on offense. They need another player or two. They absolutely have to have that. And they'll have the opportunity to get it. So, I mean, all signs are pointing up and uh, we're seeing some encouraging things for a a team that is not quite there yet. Uh, But and that's coaching, you know. The Flores has done a great job with this team, and and Boyer has done a great job, and I even think Gailey has done a pretty damn good job for everything that he's been faced with this season. Uh, you know, with the lack of practice time and the COVID, and then you know having to teach over Zoom and all that other nonsense. So offense is something you've got to run to get good at. You've got to run it. You've got to be out on the field practicing it. Right. And, uh, you know, he's had some some limitations that way. So, you know, if you consider everything, I think he's done a good job. Not only that, but he's trying to get a rookie up to speed, a quarterback. Uh, you know, that's a chore. I, I think the coaching staff has done a good job, and I think they're going to continue to do a good job. And I'm looking forward to the next four games. Uh, do I think they're going to win them all? No, I probably don't. But I do look forward to seeing them be competitive and uh, maybe eke out a couple. 
Yeah, absolutely. They have to. Listen, every week's going to be a test and, um, you know, a different test. Uh, New England is going to be a very, very interesting football game. Mm -hmm. The Raiders are going to be a very – you don't know what team's going to show up there. Um, You know, the same with Buffalo. Uh, Up in Buffalo, that's going to be a true test. And obviously, you know, we've already talked about Kansas City and we know what, you know, what they bring to the table. So – uh, you know, we're, we're going to get a really good gauge as to where we are and whether we are deserving of that playoff spot. Because I always, you know, as I mentioned just a couple of minutes ago, you know, I, I, I gauge us on how the other teams that we basically have the same record, you know, where they're at as compared to where we are at. Okay. And come playoff time, we, we, we can definitely be there. There's no question about it from what I have seen of the teams that, um, you know, that are right there with us. It's just a matter of us going out and executing in some of these games. That's it. You know, that's it. Executing. I mean, you know, people were complaining about the fade patterns yesterday, and I get it. But you know what? If Tua throws a little better pass, those are there. They simply have to execute them. They have to execute them, right. I mean, you can't blame – I mean, listen, you can't blame the coaching staff for, you know – calling the plays because we don't know what's going on in practice but yeah I, it, to me they threw five of them yesterday and not one was successful and i think i may have stopped after the first couple you and might tr- have you and might tried have. a little slant maybe to parker or did something a little bit differently you know they've been they've been using the uh, the other tight ends in the red zone yep. and um you know, maybe teams are sitting on that now. I don't know, but those fade patterns, Mike, are literally—I mean, they're—they're—they're they're, they're predetermined. You know, he's not reading anything. He's taking a step right. back and right. he's throwing the ball up. And as you mentioned, it's execution. Um, it may not be his—it may not be his thing. I mean, yesterday it sure wasn't. So that's, let's see. I mean, you know, going right. forward, we'll see, we will. You know, and that's it. I, I wouldn't make any strong conclusions based on you know what what is he? This is his fifth game now. You know, I, I wouldn't say he's a bad fade thrower. I don't think he can say that yet. You know, if we see as the season goes on, he continues to miss them. Well, then, then you've got some evidence to suggest that maybe he's not good at throwing those passes. So it'll be something that he has to work on. Yeah, um, he has to work on that. Not to cut you off, but he does have to work on his touch passes, I think, uh-huh. a little bit. Because he, he seems to do a very good job as far as being accurate for the most part. I mean, I know he, he missed Grant on a wide open uh, third and five where he just threw the ball into the ground. I have yep. no idea where, what 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 happened there. It, it made no sense because he didn't seem to be pressured or anything. It was just a bad well, throw. He had a, he had a wrap on his hand. Maybe that had something to it's do It's possible. It. I mean, maybe it slipped. I, I have no idea. But he seems to do well on the crossing patterns and the slants. And, you know, he seems to be much more accurate on those. The, the passes where they call for him to have a little bit of touch on him, uh, you know, he struggled a little bit with that. And we, you know, hopefully we the see throw improvement to Gaskin, every week. he had plenty of touch on. You know the one I'm talking about. Yes, you know? yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we know he's capable. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right, Lewis, anything else you want to uh, mention today? I think that's it. I mean, we're going to be right back in a couple of days. Uh, yeah. You know, that'll be a fun preview show, um, you know, for Kansas City here. So I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. Hopefully we can keep everybody in the game. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully we get nice and healthy, yep. you know, and, uh, you know, we put our best team out there. 
That would compete. be cool. I, I would hope. I would hope Flowers is back, but I don't know if he's going to be. Flowers, but, Roberts uh, yeah. got banged up a little bit yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Roe got banged up a little bit, but he came back out. So yeah. we'll see. And hopefully, you know, we have a little bit of depth at running back, come back. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, I know one thing. Flores won't tell us because he's he's not good about giving injury information. He tends to uh, usually say, well, we'll take it day by day. He's working his hardest to get back, but we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Never know, get, we won't know until Sunday. Right, right. He, he's very consistent, so I don't know why the press keep asking him because he's just not going to answer. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, all right, so uh, – Lewis, thanks for joining me this afternoon and uh, almost evening. And, and thanks, everybody, for listening. We're a little later today than we normally are. We apologize. It's and, the holidays, uh, Mike. Yep. <laughs> uh, until next week, guys, fins up. Fins up, doll fans. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Podcast Network.